0: Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is
1: Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Persons Radio. I don't usually
2: wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess it's a show where you talk to
1: uh, people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Cat.
0: What's a bitch? This is Mary you cool Colby, Colby,
2: it's Jason Trackerberry with a very quick phone call. It's me, Jean Craighead George. It's Martha. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story?
1: Raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. <laughs> oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid. It's childish. And I would never do that to you.
2: East Simon.
1: What it's kind like... of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hand.
0: I take care of feral cats.
1: This is me to burn. It's in the house. <laughs> Caller her. lift me out of this slump.
0: Call her. I'm not a fan of the show. I've never heard of it before. Are you about to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool.
1: Get me named a living landmark for New York.
0: I got to shoot
2: on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hat. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're you're kind of a terrible person. You
0: just sound like a bunch of dorks. I truly
1: can't tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels like every week? And everybody wants me to do what they want me to do, but the actual thing, I am always going to do what I want to do. Is huh?
0: everybody told you? To this, there is no one that can do what I do. There is a storm coming, like nothing you have ever seen, and not a one of you is prepared for it.
2: Come in! Oh my God! Oh my God! Let's call me.
1: You
0: have a nasty habit of surviving. Well, you Know what they say about the fittest? <laughs>
1: Edition of Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We are here until 11 AM this morning. I am your host, Colby Smith, and I am pleased as punch to be back here on the air with you all. The phone number, 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729. If you want to call in, and I suggest you do. We have no guests in the studio today, but that does not mean we don't have a lot to talk about. Oh my goodness gracious. Do we have so much to talk about this morning? And after that show is done, we will be followed at 11 a.m. by Points of Order, the great sports talk show. Uh, we're big fans of those guys, of Joe and the gang here, so please stick around and uh, and check them out. We've got talk shows all day this Sunday and every Sunday here on Radio Free Brooklyn, so do not touch that dial all day. Why? After Points of Order at 11, we are followed at noon by Lost and Rewound. This, incre- this show, I'm telling you, this show is so unique. This is hosted by my pal, Elon Danzinger. And this thing is so unlike anything else you would hear on any other station. Uh, uh, the Sunday line of the talk shows we got here are each just hitting it out of the park every week. And uh, if you're looking to see why uh, Radio Free Brooklyn is what it is, why it is such a, a gathering place for uh, uh, the, the unique and talented among us here in the borough and elsewhere... Uh, well, you should start with this show, obviously. But after that, <laughs> you should go to uh, uh, Lost and Rewound and check out that show by uh, Elon. And after his show, there's Objection to the Rule at 1 p.m., which is Radio Free Brooklyn's kind of answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. Uh, and that's hosted by a roundtable of guests um, and uh, hosts from around the station. So uh, go ahead and check that out as well. Uh, we have talk shows all day until 11 p.m. So, you know, now is the time to get on board, folks. You're on. I'm the first live show of the day. I'm warming things up for everybody. I'm, I'm opening up the shop, opening up the shop here at Young Persons Radio. So uh, once you now that you've got that browser window open, it's got the little play button and it says Radio Free Brooklyn and we're streaming. You just do not close that window for the rest of the day and after you have spent your whole Sunday just enraptured and, and, and compelled and absorbed in all the great programming we've got for you between now and the end of the night, and you think, how can I be a part of this station? How can I support it? How can I let them know that I like what they're doing? You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge to find out ways that you can support the station uh, and that's either monetarily or otherwise, uh, and uh, the donations are accepted through Patreon, uh, so it's all very, very secure. Uh, so go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge, and if you want to sponsor this show in particular, this show in particular, which helps us keep the administrative costs of running this thing down, you can go to rfb.nyc slash ypr, that's rfb.nyc slash ypr, and click the link at the bottom of the webpage that says Sponsor This show and that uh that button is right next to our archives which are hosted on Podomatic great uh great hosting site for podcasts if you're looking to uh, uh uh you know start your own thing that's that's one option that's one option this chair is creaky right can you hear this now it's not doing it And if you're thinking about getting involved in the station, one way to do that is through the live setting. You, yes, you can now experience Radio Free Brooklyn live and in person because we have two live shows coming up this very week. Tomorrow, Monday, January 29th, RFB presents Who's More Annoying? A hilarious game show about couples from host Dr. Lisa of Dr. Lisa gives a shit. Doors open at 7 p.m. at the Footlight. That's four six five Seneca Avenue in Ridgewood, Queens. And tickets are only five dollars. Our neighbors to the north, as they say. You know, we're here off the uh, we're off the L train. You got to to get to the Footlight. You got to get off the L train. You just got to go the opposite direction. You got to go up into Queens rather than staying right down here in uh, in Bushwick, the Bushwick neighborhood of Brooklyn. And I know we're going out to a worldwide audience today, so uh if you happen to be in New York this week, uh for any reason whatsoever, you should check out that show on Monday. But let's say you you're 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 here in town and you can't you just you can't make it on Monday. You've got a dinner you can't get out of because your cousin, who's a, a Wall Street banker, is getting engaged and this is the only chance you have to eat at uh at Michael's on fifty fifth street. If that's even a relevant <laughs> reference anymore, or you know, you're uh, uh, you 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 got these tickets to a, a Broadway show that you got months ago, and you can't possibly sell them or change your plans, you can't get out of it, so you're booked on Monday night, but you still want to be involved in the station or come and see some shows that we've got coming up. You're in luck because on this Thursday, February first, RFB presents. The first Thursdays at the Well series. And this one is featuring the queer country of Karen and the Sorrows, the alt-folk, alt-country, and Americana of the Nightmare River Band. Plus, the post-punk, skronky tonkers Tatters and Rags is the band. Tatters and Rags. It's going to be an evening of music unlike any other. Doors are 8 p.m., and that's at the Well, which is not too far away from us. That's at that 272 Metzroll Street in the Bushwick neighborhood of Brooklyn. So we've got two shows this week. One tomorrow, 7 p.m. at the Footlight. One Thursday, 8 p.m. at the Well. And those are on Seneca Avenue in Ridgewood and Metzrell Street here in Brooklyn, respectively. Now, since we're talking about the station, since we're talking about the station, I want to remind everybody of our ongoing feud with, uh, with uh, 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 Ravena Rena, Rena, the host of uh um um, um uh, oral dictation. Uh, hate, no, sorry, oral medication here on the station. Uh, on the station, the station. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Station. A uh. couple weeks ago, she tuned into my show for the first time ever. She's new to the community here. We want to welcome her. She tunes into my show for the first time ever and uh, making fun of Tom Waits, and then she gets mad. She gets. This was the uh, this was the post Thanksgiving episode we had with James Cross at the end of last year, and uh, i spent a good amount of time making fun of Tom Waits. And Rena just blows up my spot at this meeting. She's like, "Excuse me, <laughs> everybody, I have some new business I'd like to to bring up." Why the hell are we letting Kolb on the on the air if uh, he's going to be making fun of Tom Waits? And uh, and that's what that's what we did. Now she's taking things too far. She's uh, 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 camped outside the studio. We got this glass door here in the studio. Rena is sitting cross-legged on the floor outside the studio door, just staring daggers at me. And she's wearing a shirt that says, uh, it says Jersey Girl, and it's got Tom Waits' big dumb face on it. And she's just, it's like a sit-in. It's like we're at Berkeley right now. It's like we're, it's, it's like a, it's a standoff. It's just like Berkeley. <laughs> but uh, the feud, the feud does not end. Why? Because this is what, uh, this is what we have to deal with. That comes to this. This, this kind of, this kind of crap.
3: Please welcome the talent of Mr. Tom Waits. All right.
0: The piano has been drinking. My <laughs> necktie is asleep, and the combo went back to New York jukebox been busted for several weeks because the carpet needs a haircut, and the spotlight looks like a prison.
1: All right, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. I can't believe people. What is this? Is this early? Is this like proto Weird Al Yankovic? Is am I just on the wrong end of this guy's whole thing? because everyone in the studio is just like the piano has been drinking. <laughs> My, what levity this guy brings to the very, very serious field of rock and roll music. I don't know what we're supposed to do. I'm just seeing Rena out there. She's furious. She's like scrunched up her face. It's not working. It's not working. It's not helping the feud. It's not helping the feud, Rena. 904-351-0729 is our number. That's 904-351-0729 if you want to call in. In the meantime, you might be wondering to yourself, what do I call in and talk about? Well, 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 we're just going to dump on Tom Waits for an hour? No, no. I got a topic I want to put out on the table. This is what I want to hear from you all today. We got to find a hook for this show, you know? Young person's radio it's a it's a general interest comedy talk call in program and uh, you know and just looking at the market out there and uh, you know there's just not a lot of room for general interest uh, uh, shows like this there's just not a lot of room for it you guys see that the all uh, the website the all the awl the all uh, uh, shut down this week or last week and uh, if you're if you're not familiar with it uh, <laughs> then it doesn't matter because it's gone. But uh, there was a really good, in the New Republic, written by uh, Josephine Livingston, there was a really good assessment of the all shutting down. The all and the hairpin, which was their, like, women's shut shutdown. So, they, so she writes, Josephine writes, With the advent of programmatic technology, which segments populations and targets them with tailored ads, the winners of the early round of uh, Internet innovation of consolidated power, they have VC funding. The ones that succeeded and that were able to grow got even more VC funding. It's venture capital for you uh rubes <laughs> out there. And in our era of programmatic spending, the general interest site does not win out. It's no coincidence that these specialist all-network sites like the Billfold and Splitsider survive. So basically... We got to find a hook for the show if we wanna if we wanna get a grow our our already uh, seismic audience, you know if we wanna uh, if we wanna get out there we got to find a hook for the show. So I did some brainstorming, right? And uh, uh, you know I want to uh, uh, just kind of run these by everybody. So these are some hooks. These are some like very specific narrow directions we could take the show, and uh, some of them are kind of based on things that we've talked about here on the air before. And uh, others are, uh, you know, kind of new ideas, new directions uh, for where we could take the show from now. So uh, number one, this idea, the young person's radio just becomes pigeon news. I haven't heard from Martha or Margaret in a while, and I want to court their favor by taking this show to just an hour of people calling in talking about pigeon news, pigeon pigeon interest stories, you know, personal stories with the pigeons. And, uh, you know, migration patterns, perhaps, uh, you know, a good a way to be a good ally to pigeons. Uh, I think that's that's one idea. Uh, another one is uh, to make this show a very serious a series of conversations about the art and business of stand up comedy, because I don't think there are that many of those. And, I you know, I see a hole in the market, see a hole in the market. Uh, next idea. The show is just called Karaoke where uh me and uh, uh, I get 3 guests in here every week and we just sing uh karaoke songs uh on a radio station that could just as easily play the songs by the actual singers um but instead we just sing uh we just sing the karaoke songs um next idea movie talk talk about movies next idea this show about self care The show about um, self-care, and uh, it's just an hour of me saying, I'm a good little baby, and I deserve a treat. I'm a good little baby, and I deserve a treat. That's the self-care show. Uh, There's another one called Gee, What a Great Guy. This is the show. It's called Gee, What a Great Guy. It's where I tell uh, a lot of personal stories that end in me not being funny, just being nice or good, or I tell a lot of stories where, like, I can't believe uh, there are other other people are so mean when I exist and am so uh, nice. And Rena's mouthing something to me through the door. Oh, Pete Holmes already does that show. Pete Holmes already hosts Gee, What a Great Guy. Okay, all right. That, okay, we'll just scratch that idea for now. I got another one. I got Tim Keck is missing. Uh, this is kind of like ri- missing Richard Simmons. Uh, where, uh, Tim Keck, we, you know, we do like one, we do like 12 episodes that are all two hours each where we just interview people in Tim Keck's life and ask where he is, uh, in that given day. And usually, usually the answer's at work. Uh, usually that's where he is. Next idea. This is a show called, I haven't seen that show. Which is just a clip reel of every time a guest brings up a TV show that's on currently and is pretty popular, uh, but that I haven't seen. Next idea: Kolb's Cooking Chronicles. Right, this is a this is a food show. This is for the foodies, the foodies out there. Uh, this is where I cook the same meal three the same three meals for dinner over and over and over again for years. Uh, it's like first episode. I talk about making a chicken cutlet and the second episode talk about making a spaghetti and meat sauce. Third episode tofu and veggies and then we just repeat and I'm like, I'm like, yeah this this week I think I, I used too much uh, oil uh, for the chicken cutlet because it was a little it was a little more moist than uh, I was expecting and uh you know I, I like it a little drier uh, so uh, so we'll do that. I got one called Straight News. This is another idea, Straight News, where I just read the text of newspaper conversation or newspaper articles with no editorializing on my part. Um, I got another one. Here's another idea. This is this is called a uh, Colb's Character Cavalcade. Uh, this is kind of just kind of be like a comedy bang bang kind of thing, but it's just it's sort of like comedy bang bang meets Phil Hendry, where uh, I just do all the voices for all the characters and just like do some riffing. Uh, except you know it's pretty limited. I you know I can't do everything that uh, Phil Hendry can do. So it would just be like, like Michael Shannon meets David Lynch, would be the uh, be the thing. Well, maybe we'll do a little. Maybe we'll do a little bit of that later. Uh, here's another idea. A traffic report. Um, this is going back to the early days of radio doing a traffic report. Uh, except this time I tell you which websites are really popular, uh, and you know which ones are getting a lot of traffic. And which ones would be good to advertise on? Uh, that I guess that's really kind of a business-to-business show, more ab 2 B-to-B for all the uh, publishing insiders. who I know. Listen, uh, yeah. So that that kind of opens the thing up for like other business ideas. Uh, so like, there's I got a show idea called "Actually, It's Not None of My Business Because It Is My Business." That's the whole name of the show, and uh, it's sort of very serious interviews with C-suite executives at companies around America. Uh, and their advice for uh, success in the business world. Uh, I got another idea for a show called Sports Rankings, uh, where every week I rank which sports are best, uh, and it really doesn't change week to week. Uh, soccer is always um, at the bottom. Uh, that That is for sure. Um, I got one called uh, um, Listen to Me Draw. Uh, this is kind of inspired by uh, my friend Nathan Yaffe's... Uh, uh, a show on college humor, uh, called Drawfee, where you guys, um, you know, you send in ideas for things I should draw and then I draw them here in the studio and you just get to listen to me draw it. Um, and I'm not like him or I, I can't like talk while I'm drawing. So it's kind of, you can just hear some, some pencil scrapings on a piece of paper and then, uh, you never get to see how it, how it comes out. I got another idea for a show called gear me. Uh, where we review all the new gadgets and gizmos that are coming out, which, like, what is a gizmo? By the way, uh, like you ever hear like J- like the Q scenes in James Bond movies where he's like giving them all his equipment and he's like, "Hey, I got a new gizmo for you, James." I got a. There's another idea for a show. This show is called. I think travel is important. Uh, and that's where I tell you about all the places I've been that you haven't been uh, and ignore every sign you're giving me um, that you don't care to uh, to talk about it anymore. We got a caller on the line. Uh, I want to bring uh, bring this uh, this call in. Caller, welcome to the program. You're on the air with me, Colby Smith here on Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn.
0: Hey, Colby.
1: Hey, hey there he is. Tim Keck.
2: it going? You got, you got lots of good ideas. Thanks, you got man. Good, uh, you, got, you got the star of Tim Keck is missing on the phone, or where is Tim Keck?
1: Yeah, Tim Keck is missing. Where is Tim Keck is pretty good. Because uh, then, yeah. then it could be like a Carmen Sandiego kind of thing, where we, we have like some reoccurring characters, and they're all in like funky costumes, you know?
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking initially, and I like it. And then I could just be kind of like popping up, in different places where yeah. you could see glimpses of me in the background of this non-visual medium.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like it's oh. like, "Oh, uh, Tim Kex in in Peru this week." <laughs> and it's Here's like, a question about yeah.
2: Peru?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if you can get one step closer to catching this dastardly criminal.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're you're missing because you're chasing international criminals. Is why you're gone. <laughs>
2: Or I am one.
1: I didn't even think about that. Yeah, maybe you're on the lamb.
2: Yeah. I had an idea, uh, just based on my experience of throwing it out there, is I, you know, because I, I have a job, I can listen to my headphones at work, so I have more podcast time than I have, like, television or movie viewing time. Mm-hmm. And I would love a podcast where someone just told me in – Excruciating detail—exactly what was going on in a TV show or a movie in each episode.
0: You know? Oh, okay. I
2: could listen to someone talk about ten episodes of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. much faster than I could watch ten episodes of Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, see, that you know? would be that would be really good because you know I wouldn't even have to say whether I liked it or what I didn't like about it. Um, I could just no, literally just tell everybody it. what happens for an hour. Um,
2: just pick an hour-long show and just. Describe what is happening
1: and it's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, and, I think know, uh,
2: I could. It'd be something nice to wake up to. I think.
1: Yeah, do, uh, yeah, that would be that would be good. I mean, especially something like Game of Thrones that has a nice like orchestral soundtrack. You know, uh, just like, mm-hmm. and then like I could weave the soundtrack in where it's just like, and then we cut to Jon Snow at the wall, and it's like.
0: Whoa, whoa. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so you're on just because you'd have to, because we wouldn't really be able to hear it, you know, because you're watching this thing. So you would have to do the, you would get to describe and or act out the music.
1: Yeah, I don't think what you I know? did, I don't think what I did was exactly uh, uh, Game of Thrones f- score, though. They're big on it was the, more like, cool. Their
2: intro's neat. yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like,
1: yeah, it's like, then we cut to Jon Snow at the wall, and then.
2: What if right? it's uh, just. What if the White Walkers are just Europeans? Yeah. And the land that Game of Thrones is in is just, uh, you know, Native America pre
1: oh. settlements.
2: And it's all a metaphor.
1: Yes, I yeah. love it. And and I think the White we Walkers just, uh...
2: are, uh, you know. Go ahead. Yeah, I was blanking on the term for it. Oh, what's that? Uh, what's that term for? Uh, <laughs> old white Europeans thinking they got to do stuff.
1: Uh, conquistadors.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah, manifest yeah, yeah. destiny. The. Uh... Yeah, manifest destiny. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. <laughs> the White Walkers. Are trying to, you know, get their Manifest Destiny on.
1: Yeah. Well, no, it's... And there it's, used to
2: be dragons here and buffaloes. And, it, it's yeah, much more... Uh, pretty pretty spot on.
1: I think so. I think that the mapping is, is... We don't even have to do any work for that. Like, it's one-to-one. The White Walkers are Manifest Destiny, and they have come to kill us all. And they just got a big dragon that breathes blue fire, and they're uh, burning down the walls. Like, I, I, you know what? Maybe it's, maybe it's more work than I thought. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, White Walkers has to be like a uh, like a derogative term for white people now, right? Like, there's no way it's not. There's no way <laughs> people aren't just like, oh yeah, there's too many fucking White Walkers here.
1: Yeah. You no one. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. We, we could. We could work it out. We could work it out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure <sighs> it out. Tim, what's new with you, Bobby? You got any? Well, here's the. Here's... just got my movie pass. Oh, well, that's exciting.
2: Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I just got an email saying it's activated. I'm going to see all the movies. It'll be all of them. Regardless yeah. of whether or not they're good or they're bad or if they've been reviewed poorly, I'm just going to see everything. I saw Bright. Did I tell you I saw Bright?
0: No.
1: Oh, wait. Netflix. No. This is the. It this is Netflix the. Movie. This is the Will Smith one that was written by Max Landis. I think we talked about this briefly.
2: Oh, yeah, because he's like a. Uh, uh, deviant or he's just a, yeah. he's a shitty dude
1: yeah yeah he's not great
2: right so so obviously that has some uh, uh bearing on the success of this movie i think yeah. uh but, but you know besides uh, if, uh that aspect of it this is netflix spending 90 million dollars to put will smith in something that will never be in a movie theater so it's kind of a big deal that it does well uh, or if it doesn't do well, or whatever. Either way, it's going to have a huge impact, I think, on the landscape of all these like digital streaming services. Mm-hmm. And everybody, I feel like I logged into Facebook or whatever, and everyone's shitting on this movie. Oh, this movie sucks. It's boring. It's bad. And I got to say, I put it off See? for a long time. Finally, watched it. Liked that movie. It's not bad. Ah. It's got some cool scenes in it. It's a it's a pretty you know generic action movie. Yeah, well, come on! Doesn't everybody want a pretty generic action movie with Will Smith in
0: it?
2: <laughs> see, know? I don't think uh, that that's him, not. There's like some magic. There's some fighting.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I see that that movie would not have been on my radar. The irony of this is that it would not have been on my radar at all had it not been for the Max Landis scandal. You know, it's not something oh. that I would like uh, like seek. Out. I mean, maybe I'd like put it on. I don't know. See, I don't think I would. It's just, if I'm being completely honest, I don't think I ever would watch this movie anyway. You know, like much less uh, uh, given the Max Landis stuff.
2: Well, we have different tastes.
1: Well, sure, but I mean, I, look, I'm, I'm not opposed to an action you. movie. I'm just saying, uh, like going, going, like Netflix original movies are not a thing that I'm actively seeking out.
2: Right. Well, that's kind of what's exci- What's interesting about this one is that this is as close to an actual movie as they could they've made. You know, this is something that could have been in a theater. It Mm -hmm. it could have been in a theater. It looks pretty good. Uh, It's produced pretty well. I think it's directed all right. It's just all, it's just all, it's put together. They did a lot of elaborate costumes. There's like orcs and aliens and fairies, not aliens, but fairies and stuff. And it all looks fine. It looks, Mm -hmm. it looks like a good, it's a good looking movie. They spent $90 billion on it. So it's crazy that all of a sudden you don't have to go to a movie theater to see this stuff. Netflix could just be making these on their own. And once a month you your ten dollars a month or whatever it is, you could just see, you know, like a fully produced movie theater quality film.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's uh, that's that's you know, every movie studio is asking themselves that question: <laughs> Why are we doing this?
2: Colby, you're you're smarter than I am, I think, in in uh, you know, in a school nerd sense, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I feel I feel much more like a dork than uh, than a smart person. For sure, yeah. That's you're what the Marvel
2: about than I am. So maybe you'd understand. Do you are you familiar with the Netflix business model at all? I read something the other day about how they're like twenty billion dollars in debt, and everyone's like, "But that's cool."
1: Really? <laughs> it's like what? no. I feel like yeah, every article, every article is that. like is like a Netflix is because they just they're just you know overflowing with money. Every article just paints that picture, just like the studio's got to compete with these tech giants like Netflix and Amazon. Amazon I believe but Amazon's got a more diversified business look I don't want to just talk about it. I just said the word diversified business model on the air of this show I don't know how we got there Yeah Yeah You know what
2: is okay you know what is interesting
0: mm-hmm.
2: is now that everybody's trying to pull out a Netflix Yeah you heard about this like Walt Disney, Disney wants to make sure. Oh, oh yeah, own all
1: platform. the big, all the big, uh, you know, uh, content providers are, you know, they're living out the rest of their contracts, you know, and then they're they're getting out of dodge.
2: Right, and the the brilliant thing about Netflix is they took a thing that all of these places should have been doing on their own, mm-hmm. and then paid for this content, and they've basically been housing all of these, paying for external content while building yeah. a catalog of their own content. Yes. And getting better at producing their own content to yeah. the point where you know they're not as scared of Disney leaving. It's yeah, I fascinating. mean, it's nobody,
1: really pretty crazy. Nobody can 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 fault Netflix for like the incredible success <laughs> that they've had. Like, give me a break. Like, they've obviously got something you know worked out with. Like, they they've hit on something that is that is working. Uh, I think the questions everyone are asking now are like, what does that mean for? uh the, the 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 business and forgiving creators uh opportunities so like you know like all these netflix shows the whole thing is like they've got just just content like it's different than hbo hbo's whole thing is like quality it's like prestige programming but netflix's brand is just content like they just have a a ton of content and they there's, there's all these people are saying that like the executives at netflix they don't develop the stuff at all like they just give everybody free reign to do whatever they want. And that's why all the shows are just kind of mediocre. And I'm not saying like every show needs to have some, uh, uh, some executive at the studio telling him what to do in order for it to be good. But I think you get, inst- you, you look at some place like FX where they have a much smaller slate of uh, things in development and you have got John Langraff and everybody there giving like very minute attention to every aspect of this thing. I mean, I would put FX shows up against uh, 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 Netflix and HBO stuff any day. Like Atlanta? You see Atlanta?
2: I have not seen Atlanta.
1: Atlanta uh, like one of the best should, things ever totally made.
2: Should. Yeah. But they do, they do all these like American horror stories and like uh uh they did the OJ one and they did yeah. the Versace one and they mm-hmm. but they pair that with like it's always sunny, which has just been like a uh, like a pretty great comedy for mm-hmm. like 10 seasons.
1: But yes, yeah, it's, run, it's run forever. They
2: have a lot of yeah, yeah, and it Ugh. could run forever. They have a good, they have a really good thing going. But I, yeah, you're right. But it, it's it's fascinating how Netflix was. Everyone after Louis got his show, mm-hmm. not to bring up a, a sore topic. <laughs> but after Louis got Louis, every comedian wanted the Louis deal. Yes. And Netflix was the only people who were like, "Oh yeah, Aziz, you can do your own show." Yeah, we all saw so, how uh, that turned out. Whoever you can, here's all this money, and you just go and do your thing, and we're not going to supervise you at all. Yeah. Like, they gave Louis deals to a ton of people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Master Nun blows. That's my take on <laughs> on that. Master I Nun. liked it. Sucks. Tim you're right. If
2: it was on FX, it would have been better.
1: <laughs> I think it would. I really do. I think it would. Tim, we got the lines uh, lit up right now. Uh anything you want to plug Ooh, while you're here? Dang.
2: Nah, I'm out. All See right. See you later, Colby. All right,
1: later, but well call back later if you want.
2: Yeah, to mount
1: <laughs> Caller, you are on the air with me, your host Colby Smith. Here on Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Hello. Hello. Oh God. Sir, you are uh, you are on the you are on the air.
0: Who's this? What? Who's, who who is this? Who <sighs> are you? You called me.
1: This is my radio show. I take calls on a radio show.
0: Oh, 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 the radio. That's what I was doing. Hey, how are you? This is this is Old Smokey.
1: Old Smokey? What's your deal? Old
0: Smokey. What what do you mean? What's my deal? Well, I, you, I'm Old Smokey.
1: Yeah, but like you you woke up this morning and you were listening to the show and you called the show oh. and then forgot in the few minutes you were on hold.
0: My, my my grandson, uh, I was uh, walking past his uh, his little uh, computer thing, and uh, I heard your show, and uh, yeah, I did start to dial in, but then I was I was uh, on on the hold so long that I I, I I I did forget. I'm a bit forgetful. I I am old Smoky after all. <laughs> sure. sure,
1: old Smoky. So what do you what do you do for uh, for work, Old Smoky?
0: Well, now I just play music, you know, for 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 various different people. I'm 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 a uh, well, I do both types of music.
1: Both uh, types? Well, there are only two. There are only two. Go, which two types? Country. Oh, good. (laughs) You do both types of music, country and western. I I love that that joke. That's that's... my my grandson. Told me that that's very, that's Country very West good. Western. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
0: So, uh, uh, yeah, I was, I was actually calling because you were talking about my old friend uh, uh, earlier.
1: Um, oh uh, no, Tom. Tom, Tom Waits. Huh? Rena. Yeah. Rena. There's a caller who knows Tom Waits on. So put your headphones in. There he There she goes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tom, old smoke. Tom.
0: Tom is crazy. I will put it that way. Tom uh-huh. is just crazy. Tom, it, it, you know, he, he he likes to do the, the the blues and thinks he knows what the blues is. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't lived the life of that that like I've had. You know, uh, Tom waits only been married once or twice, as far as I know. Uh, I've been married eight times, for example. Yeah.
1: Yeah, eight times.
0: Eight times in my life.
1: Okay. uh, Which one was your favorite?
0: uh, Well, that had to be Loretta. Uh, Loretta, I actually, three of those eight times was Loretta.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Okay, cool. That's, uh, I mean, I hope you guys, you know, get married again, I guess. Unless the last time ended acrimoniously.
0: Well, I mean... I'm I'm sorry to say L- Loretta did pass on, but uh, oh. that was that was leading me on to my eighth wife. So I guess there's there's happiness and sadness. Oh boy! Which uh, is what country music is all about—country and western. Yeah. Uh, happiness and sadness. Yeah, that's and I, true. I feel as if I brought you down. Uh, no, uh, and I I wasn't that wasn't my intention. I just wanted to spread a little cheer in your life and. and and mentioned that I I I worked with Tommy a few times and and I you know if you're against him that's actually fine with me cuz uh-huh. he didn't really want to pay all of his musicians wow. right at the time I was working with him.
1: Well, you know that's that is shocking. Uh that, that Tom Waits is, uh, is is withholding people's money probably because what? all of none of his money is like in a bank it's in an old like coffee tin buried in his backyard.
0: Right? Well I mean the truth is i, I can't say it was he didn't want to pay everybody for some reason he he and I had a disagreement and and while I feel he owes me some uh fundage, he doesn't feel the same way.
1: Did you say fundage
0: fundage yes uh, is that a music industry know,
1: term that I don't know
0: fundage it, it it's it's money. Uh, oh, I guess that sure. being young persons radio, you're not, uh, you know, familiar with all of the old terms that we used to use back yeah, in the true. day. Yeah, true.
1: It's know? true. I'm only, I'm only 16, <laughs> Old Smokey. I'm only 16, so, you know, you gotta...
0: <laughs> well, young man, you got a bright future.
1: <laughs> oh, thanks, Old Smokey.
0: Uh, I, I enjoyed your show, uh... I'm, I'm not sure why I'm still, is there anything I could let you know, help you with, son, to get some, uh, you want to get more uh, 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 listeners, or uh, if you have any music questions?
1: Oh, sure, uh, yeah. Uh, one, one, one last music question for you, old Smokey.
0: Okie dokie, I'm ready, hit
1: me. Who's the craziest person you ever uh, you ever played with in the studio? Was it Tom Waits? Or was it? Was no, it? No. Oh, oh, here we go. Goss. Tom Waits
0: was. Tom Waits was, was crazy. Uh, I I got two names for you. Okay. The first one is probably obvious. It was a uh, screaming Jay Hawkins.
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, That's great, the obvious one. Great, yeah.
0: Great uh, blues musician. Uh, and the second is uh, Patsy Cline. She was nuts.
1: Patsy Cline was nuts. She seems so Patsy sweet.
0: Cline was crazy. Why? Oh, you don't know Patsy like I know Patsy.
1: I mean, no, she, she wrote, died oh, tragically young.
0: she did. <laughs> but she 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 wrote uh 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 crazy about yes. herself. Wow. You know that. No. C- Cause oh. The girl was crazy. Patsy was just she was, she was she was she was she was the type of woman that would uh have Quaker oats and, and Earl Grey tea in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: Look, that's... Look, I do that. I got oatmeal and tea.
0: Why? You trying to keep regular, Colby?
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to keep regular. Old Smokey, please call again. It was so nice to talk to you.
0: All right. I I, I got to talk to you one of these days about my wives, and, and uh, I'll, I'll let you know how to avoid the troubles I avoid. Please.
1: Please. Like I said, I'm only 16 and I'm I'm getting nervous about asking someone to prom in a couple months. So any any advice you have about how to not get married I'd settle for seven times. Uh that would be great. Uh,
0: that sounds good,
1: fella. We'll talk soon, old Smokey. He's now. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Old Smokey. Wow. You never know who's listening out there. You never know who's listening. Speaking of caller, you were on the air with me, your host of Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn.
3: Hey, Colby, it's uh, it's really nice to meet you. Uh, my name's Chris Chris Hardwick. Wow, uh, you might know me as the founder of the uh, Nerdist Podcast Network. That's
1: right. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh,
3: I was uh, I got tuned into your show by a by a friend, uh, a very famous comic that uh. I know, and you don't, because who the fuck are you? You're nobody. And um, I was hearing your pitches for podcast ideas, uh-huh. and uh, I want to buy some of them.
1: Oh, well, th- thank you. Um, which ones were tickling your fancy?
3: Uh, the one where uh, you talk about you, how what a proud little boy you are.
1: Yeah, gee, what a good guy. Or, or uh, self-care, sure. self-care, a.k.a. I'm a good little baby, I deserve a treat.
3: Um, really, either. We're uh, just farming content. Uh, it's really about quantity. Uh, you can do both.
1: That's awesome. Um,
3: yeah. I, I've got some other ideas for you. Let's hear them. I would love to. Like, this,
1: this is such um, an honor to talk to you, Chris. Uh, you know, I'm glad. Uh, um,
3: so so there's
1: a seasonal one. Uh,
3: we, we're already geared up for the, for the next holiday season. Uh, Henry Pratt and his Christmas friends. <laughs> now, uh, remind me what your name is.
1: My name's Colby.
3: Okay, well, now on, your name is Henry Pratt, and uh, between November and mid-January, mm-hmm. you're going to be getting on the air uh, with an assortment of uh, elves, reindeer, uh, you know, your standard Christmas friends. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, sounds good. About, you know uh what you know, what the holiday season means to you, about uh, how Hanukkah is also a valid holiday, mm-hmm. so you've got to talk about it less. Um, uh, you give each other presents uh at the end uh uh everyone agrees that uh it's important to buy buy things and then we just we just pivot into our sponsors
1: oh i think that's awesome yeah i think that's exactly the kind of uh like see the thing about that is is that immediately sounds like the kind of thing that would be like top 20 itunes charts for podcasts.
3: It, well, exactly. We have it down to a pretty rigid formula. Uh, it's not my first uh, podcast rodeo. Yeah. Which is coincidentally the name of my second idea for you. Oh. Uh, it's podcast rodeo. Uh, it's you. And we're going to get someone, I guess like uh, maybe uh, like a partner and then Sherla. And then she'll be like the first one. Uh-huh. And then you guys just. Uh, Matt Mira. Ride mechanical bulls for as long as you can.
1: Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then we just like, it, the podcast is us talking while doing that, or it's just the sounds of the mechanical well, bulls. I like the latter. Well, it's a
3: lot of the sounds. It's a lot of the sounds of mechanical bulls, and then you guys talk about how hard comedy is as a job.
1: Sure. And how difficult
3: yeah. it is to get started. Yeah. Talk so, about the good old days.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get started, and, then you and talk uh, about you know credit card mile, when you miles.
3: When got Rafiki.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rafiki. Yeah.
3: Well, all these podcasts need to feature you talking about when you got past at Rafiki. It's it's Rafiki. Uh,
1: Rafiki was the baboon in Lion King who <laughs> <laughs> who held Simba up at the beginning and then later connected him to a ghost of his father in the sky.
3: Uh, Colby, I'll take your word for it. I've never been to Rafiki. I have. I don't generate my own content because I have. I have no talent.
1: Okay, I understand.
3: And I can say that you. as a businessman. Yeah with self confidence. Yeah. And also sorry if I'm a little distracted, I'm playing Overwatch right now. Oh sure. want <laughs> I fell off a clip.
1: <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I understand.
3: It's team built it's team oriented first person shooter gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh it's about balance and that communication.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well it's one of those things where so it's like my third Go ahead, go ahead. I want to hear the next my idea. third idea for a
3: podcast, yeah, is is um basically just a live stream of you playing Overwatch and giving your commentary on it. Um, it's going to be a lot of inside baseball. I assume you're familiar with, with the intricate, uh, elements of the current meta. Uh,
1: um, I, w- I will be by the time we go to air.
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll get you a trainer for that. You, you might be surprised to hear this, Colby, but, um, uh, the overlap between gamers and people who listen to Nerdist podcasts are, uh, it's a hundred percent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, if
3: yeah. If you do one, you do the other according that makes sense to our to most recent
1: census information. That makes sense to me for sure. Okay. Is that it? Is that those are all your I mean all of these sound really fun. What what do we stream on Twitch? I,
3: I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be all Twitch and not just the gaming podcast, all of the podcasts are going to be on Twitch. Nice. Uh again, it's just it's just it's our demographic. Yeah. Um Yeah. Anything else? Anything else? I think for you to do on Hmm. my uh, podcast network. Um, Yeah, I guess.
1: Well, you know, one of the things, if I could just pay you a compliment, Chris, is that uh, the thing that Uh the thing that especially I think your network really promotes, and um, you know, I think is really amazing, is that uh, you know you don't have to have any actual talent uh, or point of view; you just have to be a fan of one thing. And you can just talk yeah. about that for an hour, an hour, 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 hour after hour after hour, uh, right. and then and then you right. become a super successful, financially secure, uh, uh, uh you know, a public figure, uh, just because you have interests uh, like everyone else, but also access exactly. to a microphone, right?
3: Exactly, and you still get to assuage your conscience and sort of sense of purpose by telling yourself you're somehow an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so these are just the perks of working for Nerdist, the Nerdist family, uh, the tribe, as we call it. Totally. So I, I, I've got a. I mean, if you don't have any, I mean, I've been kind of, you know, I, with this Overwatch stuff. Uh, there's, I mean, there's. We could you could talk about how much you like tabletop games. Mm-hmm. You could talk about um, how much you like. Uh, uh, Oh, music of the 80s. That hasn't really been touched upon.
1: No, no one really, no one's really digging up those, uh, those hits right now. No one really remembers the 80s. No.
3: But we don't talk about it enough. Mm -hmm. So there's that. What if Um, I do,
1: what if I do a podcast about the 80s, but I just talk about the AIDS quilt?
3: Uh, yeah, I think we could make room for that. Like, I don't um, talk
1: about the music or, or the, the lovably goofy movies. I, I just talk about the construction of the AIDS quilt.
3: Yeah, I, well, the thing is we have enough uh, crocheting podcasts.
1: Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, I understand. And there's general crafts.
3: But I think we could market that directly to Etsy. Uh, and just sort okay. of not tell them what the AIDS part of the AIDS quilt is. Yeah. And uh, I think we do pretty okay. Okay, great. When they find out though there'll be huge controversy and you'll be rejected by the public.
1: Cool. Okay. Well we, uh, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I I just thank you for uh for calling in. It's uh, it, you know, let's let's follow up with this off uh, off air.
3: Yeah, I'll send you an email. Um my email address will have uh the it'll be at nerdist so you'll know that it's real. Yeah, good. Uh and we can go from there.
1: Good. And and you and all the other listeners can email me at YPR at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org.
3: Colby, I'm not, I'm not sending you an email. You're courting me here. Okay. All right. I'm Chris Harwick of Nerdist Podcast Industries. I'm the king. I'm the kingpin. That's true. And I will not be toppled.
1: Okay, cool. Well, you're Everybody right. Everybody
3: wants a piece of this fucking action, Colby. Everybody wants a taste. So come kiss the ring. Come do right. the
1: piper. You're right. Well, like, well, let's talk off there, and I'll, I'll, do, I'll do whatever you have to, whatever I have to do to get okay. get that kind of notoriety. Good girl. Okay. Well, thanks, okay. Uh, thanks, Chris. Bye. It was great to talk to you. Yeah. Bye now. Oh man, Chris Hardwick. This is, well, this is super. So we got old. We got Tim Keck into old Smokey into Chris Hardwick all on the same show. That's a pretty pretty incredible run. Uh, but the show the show is now over, gang. The show is now over. The phone lines are closed. I'm not going to bother giving you the number because the phone lines are now closed. Uh, so there are a couple of very very quick things I want to say before uh, uh, before we, we leave entirely. Um, the first is thanks to thanks to everybody for listening. We're gonna uh, we're gonna be back next week uh, uh, with the, with some folks in the studio. We actually have a really cool uh, audio project uh, what we're doing for next week where we dig out you know Radio Free Brooklyn is uh is, is existed in many forms over the course of the uh of the years here and we're going to be digging out um a a book review show from the archives uh from the early 1970s uh that happened right here on Radio Free Brooklyn uh, so that's we're going to play that uh, almost in full um next week so so be sure to stick around you know just tune in next week for that that's next Sunday February I want to say 4th at uh, 10 a.m. as always, so uh, tune back in for that. Uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, a bunch of people uh, uh, gave me this Elton John retirement news this week as if I wasn't up on it immediately, if I wasn't, like, watching the uh, the announcement via YouTube live stream uh, uh, as uh, as it was coming out. Um, so obviously, you know, anyone who's listened to the show for even five minutes knows uh, knows that I'm a huge fan and uh uh you know this was really kind of all there is it's been a lot to me over the years. Uh, the news made me very sad um but it's also not expect not unexpected uh people there have been kind of rumblings about it uh uh online for a while uh so it was it was cool to see all the dates kind of get announced at once and have uh just have this this kind of lengthy celebration of uh of him and his career uh to look forward to um and we will be talking a lot about that uh as it gets as the the, the date gets closer like i'm going to one of the shows in october uh here in, in new york um so we'll probably be talking a little bit more about that l- later on uh just wanted to let everybody know that yes i did hear about it <laughs> yes i did hear about it uh and uh, uh th- th- so uh stop sending me the link to the good morning america interview uh because I have seen it saw it already and I am sad uh, but we had such a fun time here that uh, I don't want to to take it down that road but we will uh, uh we'll be playing some tunes of his later on we're, we're gonna work on uh, um, a, uh, a bigger uh, farewell show I guess for I don't know we'll figure it out But, uh, yes, did hear about it. Am sad. Have been listening a lot this week. Uh, But we are not going to go out to old EJ. We're going to go out to a a, a band that uh, had music come out this year. In fact, this is the Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. This is their newest song, Mainland. They are on the Sub Pop label. And they are coming up right now. Thanks for listening, everybody. Come back next week. Same time, Young Persons
0: Radio, Radio Free Brooklyn. Goodbye.